Welcome to Extracurricular, the podcast all about the hobbies, interests, and talents of the students, faculty, and staff at Gwinnett Online Campus. My name is Mr. Lawless, and I'm a teacher at Gwinnett Online Campus. Thanks for joining me. Today, I had a chance to sit down with Ms. Park, the first teacher to return to the podcast for another chat. If you have a chance, you can go back uh, and listen to episode 33 from earlier this school year to listen to Ms. Park talk all about her hobbies and interests. Back then, we talked about her coming uh, on in the spring because, as you remember, Miss Park is a living historian. Basically, she's a time traveler um, and helps other people travel back in time to the 1700s. Not really a time travel, but she helps people see what it's like to live in the 1700s. She's in a group or with a group called the Fort Yargo Living History Society, and they're entrusted with uh, preserving and restoring the old buildings that were part of the fort. And this weekend is their biggest yearly event that they have. And this is what Miss Park is here to talk about. It's the 18th century market fair from March 31st to April 2nd. It sounds like so much fun. There are going to be historical demonstrations, military drills, old fashioned toys, music, dance, family fun. Uh, I'm going and I hope to see you there. There are links in the show notes and um, I hope to see you at the 18th century market fair. So here is Miss Park sharing all of the great things that you can be part of. All right, Miss Park, we are recording. You are one of our few return guests. You were on earlier this year. <laughs> yes, I was. So thank you for coming back. And you were back for, we talked about this um, back in the fall, uh, but you were back for a specific reason because, uh, well, why don't, I'll let you tell everyone what, what you were here for to talk about today. All right, well, I am back again representing um, the Fort Yargo Living History Society out at Fort Yargo State Park and Winder. Um, I am one of your teachers here. I'm a third grade teacher, and uh, one of my favorite subjects is social studies and history. So I wanted to talk to you about a really cool event coming up. Um, it is going to be the, the Fort Yargo 18th century market fair. Sounds so much fun. It is. It is. If you've ever been to a craft fair, it's kind of like that, except for that it's all 18th century goods. And in addition to that, there's going to be games, there's going to be demonstrations, there's going to be hands-on activities that you get to get involved in. Um, there's going to be so many fun things. And you're going to be there, correct? I will with, be there the gonna, whole time. You're going to be there with your group that you that you have talked about in the past, which is the Fort Yargo uh, Living History Society. Yes. Um, and you guys, you've told me from, from in the fall, you were talking about how um, you guys dress, live, cook. The entire <laughs> time. Like. We wear 18th century clothing. Um, I mean, obviously not authentic. We, right. we recreate them ourselves or we purchase them from these vendors that are going to be at the market fair. So if you want to buy some clothing, Ooh, they'll be there. Okay. Um, we, you know, we live in these really cool canvas tents. Um, not like your camping trip. Uh, where you where you're in those colorful little mm-hmm. dome shaped tents, like these are real canvas tents that they would have used back in the 18th century to follow the encampments around when they were at war. I was going to say I've seen pictures of your stuff. It looks like it's from the Revolutionary War. Like it it looks like <laughs> that kind of 
thick canvas, yep. um, not what you would see. So for students, so this is for anyone, right? Like adults, yes. kids, Oh, it's so much fun welcome. for anybody. Okay. And it's, so let's tell everyone when it's going to take place. Cause it's, so we're recording this, but it, this is going to come out and it's going to be just a few days from now, right? Yes. Okay. Yes. Just a few days from now. I'm so excited. I'm getting ready. My car is almost packed. Um, <laughs> it's going to be March 31st. Okay. April, Which is Friday. Yes, right? Friday. Okay. April 1st and April 2nd. So okay. on Friday, we're going to be open from 10 until 3. Okay. Um, doing tons and tons of demos. So that'd be a fun day to come out. Saturday is going to be our big day. Yeah. Um, and it, it runs from 10 to 5 on Saturday. Okay. And then we go to Sunday again. Um, Sunday is going to be from 10 to 3 again. But if you would get there early, then you get to be a part of a special Sunday school, Mm. which will be cool. Um, And there's going to be lots of games and lots of activities, hands-on things for you guys to do the entire weekend long. So let's say I like music. Is there going to be any singing or playing of instruments? I'm glad you asked that. So we do have um, several different musicians that will be there. Really? Yes. Okay, now I'm pretty excited. (laughs) We have a group that comes in and plays, and I'll tell you a little bit more about that in just a second. But we also have this um, really cool guy, and he walks around with this. It's like a one-man band, and he'll play songs. He walks. Pictures. He's got like this guitar looking thing yeah. and a harmonica mm-hmm. and he's going to be there. Yeah, he's there every single year. He is our traveling minstrel. Okay. Um, love him. He is. He's amazing. He plays a lot of Simon and Garfunkel. <laughs> That's what fits with that time. Yeah. I mean, not ish. Ish. Yeah. But we love him. We love him. It's great. Um, we also have a couple other members that will be playing music here and there. Um, but let's get back to that, that group that's coming to play. We do have a group that's coming to play for a specific reason. Okay. On Saturday at two o'clock. We're going to be teaching the public how to do ballroom dancing. The Atlanta Ballroom Dancers, um, Historic Atlanta Ballroom Dancers, they're a separate entity. Mm -hmm. They are coming to teach everybody how to do ballroom dancing at 2 o'clock on Saturday. That is super exciting. Can I tell you a quick story that has to do with ballroom dancing? My son is in college, and he's taking ballroom dancing, and he did not want to take it. He was, like, adamant about wanting to drop it. And it is his favorite class that he is currently taking. I don't know. <laughs> it might be mine. It might be yours. We have someone's phone talking to us. So ballroom dancing, that will be so exciting to be able to go out yeah. there and dance how they did in the 18th uh, century. That is super cool. They have they have special dances that they do, and it's, um, it, it's really, really cool. It's not like the ballroom dances that you would normally um, think of. But they teach you how to do it. It's so much fun. Um, they come out every single year, but I wanted to mention it's at a specific time on Saturday, yeah. okay. 2 o'clock, because they're not going to be Saturday. there the whole time. Yeah, it's just a one-time thing. One-time now, what day. about, in addition to music, I also like to eat food. I love food. So tell me, are you guys going to have food out there? <laughs> For the um, first time in many years, <laughs> we are actually hiring in uh, some food trucks to be there. <gasps> So we've got Crave that's definitely coming out there, okay. and they serve different types of artisan hot dogs and barbecue and all sorts of stuff. I'm really, really excited about Crave being out there. Um, and then we also have a Philly cheesesteak company that might be out there. Okay. So if people so. are hungry, they don't have to worry about, they can come out and get food when they're yes. out there and do all that. kind. Of, what about yes. sweets? Do y'all ever, do y'all make any of your own stuff? Or? Well, I, well, I do want to talk about, we, we also have a gentleman that's coming out who does 18th century and 19th century drinks um 
obviously anybody can drink yeah, these drinks. Yeah. Um, so like, uh, what am I thinking? That root beer and yeah, like a sarsaparilla or something. Yeah. They come in these really okay. cool bottles. Yes. Um, he'll be out there and he'll be selling these drinks. And I, I drink them like they're dessert. I'm going to tell you. Yeah. I bet they're phenomenal. <laughs> yes. We, we love having him out there because we never, we never get thirsty. Um, <laughs> we don't have any sweets coming out this year just because, okay. yeah. You get your, you get your like sweets from the drinks you're talking about. Yeah. Like oh, the, it's like the, so good. <laughs> Sodas of the time. They're so. so good. And, you know, that Crave guy, He, I think he does have some yeah, desserts on the menu. Stuff like that. So, yeah. Um, so what are some of the, like, if you were going to tell students, like, what are the top three things that, like, you would recommend if someone comes out, like, what day and what might they do and what would be something really fun for students? Um, so on Friday, I am going to be hosting candle making. So we were going to be making candles, beeswax, beeswax candles, two different ways. We're going to be making them in 10 forms. Um, and we're also going to, um, and I say we, I mean the kids or anybody Uh that wants to can come out and dip candles and make their own dip candles. This is where you have a wick and you continuously dip and Mm -hmm. get it thicker and thicker and all that. So that'll be, that'll be Saturday, um, for the uh, not Saturday Friday Friday for the morning part Um, I don't know if I'll be continuing in the afternoon but uh, I will as long as I have wax right yeah (laughs) as long as you have materials (laughs) as long as I have material when I run out I'm gonna run out but um, you know get there get there first yes (laughs) Um, so that's gonna be a lot of fun I also love the activity and I'm not I'm hesitant to go into what it is Um, it's called mattress stuffing okay and so in the 18th century, uh, people had to have somewhere to sleep. Right. And they had to make their own mattresses. People would make these mattresses over years and years. They would leave it in their wills to give to their children oh, when they, they passed valuable, away. They were that valuable. Wow. They would be stuffed with anything from feathers, um, from their chickens, their geese, uh, to the hay outside, mm-hmm. depending on what they farmed. Um, anything, like if they... If they hold some wheat Mm -hmm. all the wheat holes would be in there Mm -hmm. and they would stuff it and stuff it stuff it they would sew it up and that would be what they would sleep Mm on um they would take the mattress ticking and they would lay it in the sun so the bed bugs would die Mm -hmm. and then they would put it on the bed um sometimes it would sag and they would have to go and tighten the ropes on the bed oh wow yeah um so that's where you get the phrase sleep tight don't let the bed bugs bite (laughs) I never thought about that. But. <laughs> but we do a thing called mattress stuffing. So what I do is I bring out a bunch of materials mm-hmm. and put it on the ground. And then the kids get to help me stuff these mattresses. That's cool. We sew them up and we take them upstairs in the fort and put them um, on one of the rope beds upstairs. And the Very kids actually cool. get to lay on they these get mattresses. They to see how comfortable yeah. or uncomfortable yeah. or c- compare it to their own <laughs> mattress that they sleep on. Oh, it's so much. And we've only lost a couple kids <laughs> in the mattresses. That's good. So. Yeah, you don't want to lose too many kids <laughs> in the mattresses. That's good. I'm glad you're taking care of them. So that sounds fun. What day are you doing is that a Friday or Saturday? That's ongoing. Oh, so that's ongoing. Gonna, so it yeah. could just be whenever. It, it's okay. um, usually I do it around midday when there's the most children there. Mm-hmm. Like I, I find when there's a bunch of kids and I'll be like mattress stuffing time. Yeah, let's do and it. And then um, I, ho- I ha- we also have um, somebody that hollers out events as they come, and you'll hear somebody screaming oh, that's a good out. Idea. Um, one of the other events that's the most fun for kids. Oh my gosh, mm-hmm. the mini muster. 
the mini mustard. Let me tell you. Okay. <laughs> you're thinking, are we playing with some mustard? No. no. A muster is when um, a an army, mm-hmm. uh, a militia would line up and they would practice drills oh, okay. and get ready for, you know, battle. Yeah. And we have the mini militia that goes along with our regular militia. Okay. The mini muster will line up and we'll give them all their wooden guns. I saw a picture so. of this too. I was on the website. They're all lined yep. up and they're holding them. And yeah. Exactly. And they get taught some of the drills and then we march mm-hmm. down and they get to um, aim their guns and go pew, pew. They don't actually <laughs> shoot you guys. I'm sorry. Yeah, they're like wooden, yeah, they're they're like wooden. wooden replicas. But yes. there's it's so much fun. The kids have a blast doing this and they get to learn some skills and uh, learn and experience what it was like, a little bit of what it was like back then. That's super cool. That is one of the best events for the kids. They love that. So, and I, I thought I should mention too, when I, cause I've said a, a couple of times I've seen pictures. Mm-hmm. If you go to the Fort Yargo website there and you click on events, it's like the top event and you can click and they have, I'm sure you know this. Mm-hmm. There's, I flipped through, there's like 50 or 60 pictures from last year's stuff and there's videos from last year. And, um, it, yeah, every every picture I was like, oh, that looks fun. Oh, that looks fun. Ooh, what are they doing there? That looks fun. And then you shared with me, you, you've created like a map that has all sorts of interactive stuff. Oh, and, yeah, the third graders um, get to play with that. Or they have already started playing with that. By the time this comes out, they'll have already done that. So, and, and it looks like from the map and just from everything I've seen, there are so many. It's This is not something... Like, do you ever have people come on Friday and then come back on Saturday? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I was going to say, because it seems like there's so much to do. Yeah. You could easily do some of the things over again or or, or Yeah, so what happens... I do want to circle back to the website because I want to tell you guys how to get there. I'll I'll tell you at the end how to get there. Um, So if you come on Friday Mm -hmm. and you purchase a band, those bands are like, you can wear them in the bath. They won't come out. They're They're the... the good solid bands you can take them off if you want to um and then you know tape it back back on on. yeah (laughs) you can come back the next day you say i have my band right here um and we'll let you back in all weekend long so just keep your band and it's only like five bucks right yeah yeah i was gonna say it's a it's It's a it's quite a bargain come back bring your friends yeah purchase more tickets (laughs) so when um i was gonna ask too when do y'all um i love animals we all have any sort of animals there like no okay i guess that's that seems like maybe it's probably a bad idea to bring animals with children you never know i think that in the future it might be but the problem is is that we can't have um i guess it's for the animals safety they have to have certain equipment and that certain equipment is almost always uh, modern equipment Uh, so that would and if you yeah yeah. we have we have this rule that if you're a participant you can't have modern things like i'm not allowed to hold myself y'all catch me holding my cell phone (laughs) while y'all are there i'm gonna be in trouble So that's so. like a that's a really cool thing though. So that's I guess that's part of the society, um, um, the living history group that you're in is is like it's not just pretend. I mean, mm-hmm. it is like you are living that history. You no phones, no no modern devices, all that kind of stuff. Absolutely, so. it's one of the things. And you know what's really cool is after, and we're going to talk about this later too. Mm-hmm. But after um, the guests all leave the mm-hmm. paying guests the people that were mm-hmm. wearing tennis shoes after after they leave <laughs> um everything turns into the 18th century um so there's nobody left there with like cell phones or flashlights yeah. or anything like everything's candlelit it's everybody's, just you guys with yeah it's just us and none it of your modern stuff feels like we're in the 18th century after everybody leaves there's no modern stuff after they so leave it's probably as close to time travel 
as, as possible, one could yeah. get. I mean, because you really are. It absolutely is. Yeah. I mean, we have this rule that we don't we don't break out our cell phones after people leave. Mm-hmm. You know, everything's in 18th century gear. If you're staying the night, you have to be in mm-hmm. 18th century type. PJs. Right. And <laughs> if you want coffee in the morning, you have to make it yeah, like we 18th do. century coffee. <laughs> and we do. We have we have a fellow out there that makes, um, he brings green bean, like mm-hmm. green. Okay, boys and girls, coffee is green in its mm-hmm. natural state, and you have to roast it, and it turns black. So he has like a coffee roaster. I'm saying green beans, and they're thinking, oh, They're like, oh, the green beans, those <laughs> also like very good to drink. <laughs> so he roasts over the fire. It turns dark, mm-hmm. um, and then he'll grind it up in his coffee grinder, and we'll all enjoy the freshest, nicest coffee say, that, sounds... that we've ever had. And it's fire roasted too, so it has that extra flavor. And uh, so we, we really enjoy that. Um, there's a lot of things that you get to enjoy in the 18th century that you don't get to enjoy in modern life. Yeah. Um, one of them is surviving without electricity. Sometimes to unplug mm-hmm. like, we're digital school, boys and girls. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> we are plugged in 25 yeah. 8. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to start using that. Yeah. We are plugged in 25 8, 366. Yeah. Yeah. We, we're plugged in so much. Um, and then sometimes it's really nice to be able to unplug and figure out how did we do this in the yeah. olden days. Um, so I did want to talk a little bit about that, too, okay. because we've got people out there. We've got kids out there that are intrigued, and we've mm-hmm. probably got parents out there, too, yeah. that are intrigued, and, and they're asking themselves, how do I join a, a group like that? How do, do you, I get to do how that? How do you? Do you have to get an invite, or do you, can you just say you're interested? What if, what if someone's interested? What do they so do? if you are interested in joining us, we do have a meeting. You know, come to the market fair first. Mm-hmm. That's this weekend. See what it's like. See yeah. what it's like. If you if it looks like something that you want to do, we're going to have the following Saturday, April 8th, a new members meeting. I know it's spring break, so if you can't make it, just email the email address that's on the website that I'm about to give you. Boys and girls, that's my email address. Um, <laughs> And we'll, we'll get in touch with you and we'll set something up. But April 8th is going to be a date where you can come out and you can learn what it takes to become a member. Um, it's not that hard, actually. It's, <laughs> it's actually pretty easy to join yeah. up. Um, what all we do, what we're about, you know, how we take care of the fort um, and that sort of thing. The activities that we do is really a lot of fun. So April 8th is a day to put on your calendars if you're interested in joining our um, Fort Yargo Living History Society. So it's also in addition to the camaraderie and like friendship and like learning. It's also like, I guess part of it you could say is community service, like to the fort, like making keeping up with, uh, you know, with that history and taking care of something that's been entrusted to us as like Quin- well not Gwinnett citizens I guess technically that's in is Borough in- County yeah yeah thank you I, was say, I don't even know it's not for people that don't yeah. know Fort Yard Ge- it's not that Georgian far. citizens because yes. people that join the group are from all over Georgia excellent yeah Very cool. um, so the Living History Society has been entrusted with taking care of the care and preservation of the old block house that is an 18th century authentic 18th century building that's pretty cool so um, we take care of it we use it mm-hmm. And we preserve it. Very cool. So, So, and you said this is for, this could be adults that are interested, teenagers or children or any, all of the above, anyone that's interested um, can show up on that eighth or Mm -hmm. contact you. And, and, uh, but like we said, you should definitely show up this weekend and check it out. 
and see what it's like and do your favorite things and bring your friends and see what it's like to, to live 200 years ago. Yeah. Um, actually 300, well, 250, I don't know, it's 18th century, that's the 1700s, right? Yes, always get that, yes. 1700s, count back. <laughs> yes, count back, uh, uh, 1700s, so Revolutionary War time and, and, and around there. Mm-hmm. Um, do you wanna share any like websites, emails, what, uh, what is? So it's actually pretty easy to find on Google. Okay. If you type in um, Fort Yargo Living History or FYLHS.com, um, and it'll pop right up, Fort Yargo Living History Society or FYLHS.com. Um, and you'll see my contact information there. Um, I'm known as Lady Pickles, if you guys don't remember from my first. Lady Pickles. <laughs> Lady Pickles. Um, I am. No, I keep kicking. Um, sorry. We are um, building this website, so it's, it's still a brand new. And there are some aspects that's going to grow over the next year, but you can find all of the events that we've done in the past year. We can, you can find all of the events that are coming up in the next two months, um, including the market fair, all the pictures from last year's market fair, the videos that um, he talked about just a little bit ago. Um, and you can find the invite to the April 8th new member interest meeting. Excellent. I'll also put it, there's a show notes section of the podcast where um, if you're listening right now, you can just like swipe on your phone and it's right there. Um, and I'll put the links in there so people can click right from the podcast if they want to. Um, so that's very exciting. So um, that is super cool. And I wasn't able to make it last time, but I'm going to make it this time. I don't know what day, probably not Friday. It's probably gonna have to be Saturday or Sunday for oh, me. Saturday but, is the best day. Um, <laughs> I might come Saturday then. And um It'll be it'll be fun, rain or shine. It'll probably be good yep. weather. This is like this is a good time of year for it because it's not too cold, it's not too hot. It's just <laughs> we, well, or it can be, I guess, kind we, of cold. We have a joke at Fort Yargo. Oh yeah, what's that? The market fair. We experience all four seasons in one weekend every oh, year. Every year, cold, hot, spring. There was fall, one year rainy. that I woke up and there was snow on the ground. <sighs> it was a little bit of snow. It was like mm-hmm. frost snow. Mm-hmm. And then that afternoon, I had a sunburn. It was, it was that is, that's about right for early April, late March. That's, yeah. You can go from one extreme to the, to so, the next. You know, plan for the weather, but we, we do rain or shine. We, we don't pack up and leave right. if it's raining. There was one time it was storming and somebody's tent made it in the lake. Uh, and the next day we woke up and did it again. Yeah, so. there you go. And for people that want to know as far as parking, once they come in the park, are you guys pretty close to the front? Or where, are, do, is it like a drive around to the backside? Or? So there is parking up at the, um, the what is it called, the, the customer like the entrance, the yeah, the, yeah. I, the information, the information place center, or whatever. Yeah, um, there is parking up there. There will not be. There will be very, very, very limited parking, and that's usually reserved for the handicap, the very yeah. handicap, mm-hmm. um, at the actual event location. So it's just a short walk. Oh, perfect! Um, yeah. Across the bridge, you'll see it. Like nice. as soon as you drive into the park, you'll see all these white Ooh. tents. Find a place to park and walk and on then over. Walk right over. Yeah. And so they should. And anyone that's listening to this should obviously ask for Lady Pickles. Where oh, is yeah. Lady Pickles? Where's Lady then, Pickles? And then um, you'll be able to. Yep. Now, if someone says, I heard you on a podcast, will you be like, I don't know what that is? <laughs> or, or will you just be like, thank you, I do know what that is. 
I, I might break character. <laughs> okay, just to say hello. Okay. Yeah. All right, so Lady Pickles. Well, that's a, is there anything else you want to share about this coming weekend or the following or anything else you want to talk about? Well, the event is so much fun. Um, I've been doing it for 10 years now. Okay. And it has gotten bigger and bigger every single year. Mm-hmm. Um, I do want to let you know, you know, we, we're going to have lots of vendors there mm-hmm. that are selling products from the 18th century, um, reproduction products. Um, there'll be a tent there selling toys. Lots I was going to say toys. toys? Yeah. 18th century toys. That's super cool. Um, so, you know, you want to bring a little cash. Yeah, absolutely. Get a lot some souvenirs. Of them, yeah, they don't. A lot of them do take credit card but you'll want to pocket some cash. Um, And obviously we are raising money for the preservation Mm -hmm. of our um, building. So if you feel so inclined to want to donate a little bit of money towards the building as well, preservation of the building, you know, we always accept donations as well. Very nice. Well, you guys are doing um, great work to, uh, I know, to preserve uh, the fort and and to and it just sounds like so much fun and I'm looking forward to coming this year and I can't wait and I hope to see some of my students, some of my former students, some of your students, some of Mrs. Lawless's students. I want to see them all there um, and uh, I, I can't wait for it. So thank you so much for sharing this with us and I look forward to this weekend. Yes. All right, take care. Thank you. That sounds like an absolute blast. I cannot wait to be there and see Lady Pickles. It's March 31st to April 2nd. Links to the information are in the show notes, or you can just Google Fort Yargo events. I hope to see you there. And don't forget, if you're interested in time traveling and being part of this cool project, check out the Fort Yargo Living History Society uh, website. Uh, the event that they're having the following weekend um, will be a great opportunity to uh, for you to find out more about the Fort Yargo Living History Society and become part of that amazing group. Thank you, Miss Park, for coming on the show and sharing your love for history. If you want to be on the podcast like Miss Park, all you have to do is send me an email at dan.lawless at gcpsk12.org. I've also linked my email in the show notes. Uh, if you don't want to be a guest, that's okay. Just keep listening. Uh, I'm going to continue to sit down with students and teachers and staff and talk about all the exciting things they do outside of school. And don't forget to subscribe to the podcast, maybe leave a good review on Apple Podcasts. Uh, and as always, a special thank you to Dr. Ray and Dr. Anil. This podcast would not be possible without their support and inspiration. I look forward to joining you all again next episode. Have a great day. Mm-hmm.